Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Samra to the break of dawn is on the rise With life on the forefront of the mind So line for line you can ride this brain train And you can change your station without even touching the dial So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit It's a meeting you won't want to miss A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly Cause Tamra to the break of dawn is on the rise Hey yo, hey, it's me, Tamra. Yes, studio audience, make it do what it do, what it do, baby. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to the show. To all my new listeners, new episodes drop every Thursday. I usually talk about my life, my interests, and the ways I'm trying to grow. So come on back through, you feel me? And to all my day one, two, three, four, you know, whenever you came in, Thank you so much for your continued support, continuing to listen and all that good stuff. Shout out to the retweet groups I'm in that will tweet out my promo tweets. Man, I have two shows now, so they're doing a lot of work. And, you know, some of it I'll say is optional, but still shout out to them for all of their support. Man, the podcast community has just been super supportive these past three years or whatever. And I appreciate y'all. You feel me? And if you're not, You should totally follow me on social media. So the link to that is in the episode notes, as well as guys, subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's literally $3.99 for you to support me in this way. The YouTube version usually comes out Wednesday night at 9 p.m. CST. So you can get that thing a little bit earlier, you feel me? But yes, welcome, guys. And I got to apologize because I wasn't thinking when I recorded since I record these days in advance. Usually I scan the week to think about like what holidays or whatever are coming up. So I apologize that I didn't wish y'all a happy Thanksgiving last week. I do hope that your Thanksgiving was great. You had great food. You had great time with family. Any family drama or whatever was minimized because I know how that goes. So I apologize, y'all. It wasn't until I started editing and uploading that I was like, dang, I didn't even say thanks, you know, happy Thanksgiving to them. So my bad, y'all. But speaking of Thanksgiving, y'all, so normally I'm with my family on Thanksgiving, but I was not, well, I was with Kayliana, which is wow. Kayliana is the only family member that I was with on Thanksgiving. And I didn't spend Thanksgiving with my family. A lot of it was I wasn't really sure what they were going to do. So I just made different plans. And then by the time they, you know, decided to send the text, I had already committed to going elsewhere. And you know what? I don't regret that. You know what I'm saying? I love my family, but it was actually nice to just house hop and go to a couple different houses And that's what I used to do back in the day, like before my brother and his wife and kids and stuff moved into town, they might come in for Thanksgiving or they might come in for Christmas. And we would kind of like do Christmas or Thanksgiving or we do Thanksgiving or there have been times when my mom has gone to my aunt's house, which is where she is now. And I thought she was going to be there on Thanksgiving. And so there have been times in the past where we didn't do Thanksgiving together as a family But it's been a while since I used to house hop. Now, when I was with the girl's dad, we would kind of house hop, you know what I'm saying? And so 
It was actually fun. The crazy thing, though, y'all, is that, okay, so my Thanksgiving was really interesting because one of my really good friends, I went to Thanksgiving at her family's house first. I had never met any of her family besides her husband and son because we go to church together. And then I ended the Thanksgiving day with my daughter's boyfriend's family's house, which I've known them for a while, you know what I'm saying? And so I've been around them on, I think it was a 4th of July or something before. And so they invited us over and I was actually the only one that went. So my son and other daughter didn't end up going, even though they could have. So it was just kind of crazy though, because my really good friend that invited me to her Thanksgiving, she's white. And then, you know, my daughter's boyfriend is black. So it's like I had a white family Thanksgiving and a black family Thanksgiving. And the crazy thing is that, okay, so I've, I have a bunch of white friends and I've, you know, been to even holidays at white people's house, but the white friends that I've gone to holidays at their house, like the way they cook and what they cook is basically they cook the same stuff that my family would cook because they grew up in the hood. You know what I'm saying? So um, shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? So I've never been to a white Thanksgiving where none of the stuff that I normally would eat are there. And I kind of figured that would be what it was. And I knew that whatever was lacking in dishes as far as me, like they didn't have mac and cheese, for example. So I knew that when I went to with my daughter and her, I knew they would have that. They're from down south. I know they could cook. You know what I'm saying? And so it was just really interesting. The food was good at both, but it was just so different to go to two different Thanksgivings. I've literally never gone to a Thanksgiving also where I was literally the only black person. And like I said, I've been to other white friends uh, holidays or whatever. Usually my kids are with me or some other black person that somebody's dating or a friend or, you know, whatever. So it was just really interesting. Also the fact that I didn't know any of the rest of her family. So I showed up because I know her and her husband and her son. So it was really cool though. Family was super welcoming. Like I had fun. The food was good y'all. Okay. So we know, we know food stereotypes when it comes to holidays and whatnot. So like I said, they didn't have mac and cheese, which I kind of didn't expect it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, they had green bean casserole. And you know what, y'all? I actually was like, okay, I'm going to just try it. You know what I'm saying? And it's so funny because I told my friend, I was like, I've never had this before. She was like, you've never had this? I was like, we don't make this. But apparently, she has another black friend that she said, she made it and like she had it at their family's house. And I was like, wow. So for those of y'all that are listening that are black, have you ever had green bean casserole that a black person made? You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know we made stuff like that. No one in my family has ever made it. We usually like, we will have green beans, but not green bean casserole. We will also have greens and usually cheesy broccoli too. So we'll have, you know, even we'll say green beans, but it's not green bean casserole. And I like green beans. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm going to try it just to see. And I told them this is going to be some great content because they know everything in my life. 
ends up on the show for the most part. So they just kind of laughed about that. But I had a lot of fun over there, just really low key. It was dope to just show up places like I brought stuff, but I didn't have to cook anything. And I can cook. I've hosted entire Thanksgiving dinners by myself. So it's not that I can't, but I just had a lot of work. Like I worked part of Thanksgiving because, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, my rest day is Sunday. So I already sacrificed time going here, there and everywhere on Thursday. And so I had to do work before I um, left. Didn't do any when I got back, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely did work before I left. So I didn't really want to cook. So I'm grateful that neither of them asked me to cook. I just had to bring like drinks and uh, I brought plates and cups and stuff for uh, my daughter's boyfriend's house, but they actually didn't even need it. So it's still sitting in my trunk, you know what I'm saying? But went over their house. (sighs) Y'all now my macaroni and cheese is good. Don't get me wrong. And I know it's good. Not because my kids said it's good, but because my granny, auntie, and mama said it's good. And I made it for Thanksgiving. I I think it was either last year or the year before when my granny and auntie came into town and they said it's good. You know what I'm saying? So I know it's good, not just because I said it's good. But this mac and cheese I had at my daughter's boyfriend's house that her, I think his sister made. Y'all, I got to get that recipe. Like, it was so good. And then they had the yams. They made an ice cream cake, which I have an ice cream cake recipe that I make. Don't be impressed. It's super easy and it includes ice cream and ice cream sandwiches and caramel and Cool Whip and crushed Oreos and Reese's and whatever. And you just kind of layer stuff. And so it's this really easy recipe. I can't remember who made it for somebody I used to work with uh, wherever made it for me. And it's just something that I just, whatever they made it. So they being my uh, daughter and her boyfriend, but they made it different. So it was actually more layers. So it was a lot taller or whatever than mine usually is. Cause I'll usually just use a nine by 12 kind of shallow pan. So it'll just be ice cream sandwiches, caramel, ice cream, cool whip, uh, crushed Oreos and Reese's peanut butter cups. And that's it. But they had so much other stuff going on with this that I was like, huh, you know, if I ever decide to get a deeper pan, I might have to see, you know what I'm saying, and do it how they did it. But we also played um, games. So that was fun. Have music going. And it's one thing that I'm going to do at any black function is if you play any of the line dances, so the wobble, the Cupid shuffle, whatever, I'm going to get up even if I was sitting down chilling, talking, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do that thing. They played so much different music. So we was dancing. We played, I don't want to call it drunk Uno because I wasn't drunk, but we played Uno to where it's like, if you got, uh, if somebody laid down a draw two or a draw four, you had to take a shot. And so it was, but you could put down if like, If you put down a reverse on the draw two or the draw four, so we kind of, you know, you really can't do that in real life. But for this game, you could. Then the person had to take the shot. But then if they would have put a reverse, it would have went back and forth. So that was fun. And then we played beer pong, but not beer, because for one, I don't drink beer. But also, too, not the way I be seeing 
other people do it where they throw it in the cup and then drink out of the cup that the uh what so like I apparently that's what they've done before and I'm not a germaphobe but like what <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm not about to the ball that it paused the ball that everybody's touching I'm not going to then you pour the alcohol in that and you throw the ball in the cup that has the alcohol that the ball everybody's been touching and I'm going to drink that alcohol. No. So I had to kind of help them come up with a variation where we had the cups and we filled it with water and then everybody had their own shot cup. And then if you know, whatever happened, you had to uh, take a shot out of your own cup because what, but it was so fun. And then I kind of stopped playing after a while and danced and ate Sabor to make sure that by the time I drove home, literally hour, I was there a lot later than I thought I would be, but it was so fun. So I'm not really tripping. I honestly only left just because it's probably about a 20 minute drive away and it was starting to get, it was like close to midnight. And I'm like, bruh, home seems so far away right now. And so I left or whatever, but it was so much fun. Just such a great holiday um, real low key to start. And what I realized about me, because, you know, I'm always reflecting on me and whatnot. I realized that I can go from function to function if I have some time in between where I'm by myself. So the nice thing about me being by myself is that in between dinners or whatever, I came home. So the first dinner, or I should say lunch, they started at noon. And then the other one, it started at four. I probably got there like 4.30, but I guess they actually started earlier than that. So if I would have known that, I would have went straight there. But I'm kind of glad I didn't because that's what helped me realize that if I have some time by myself, because I am not an extrovert. I feel like I've said this on here before. So I am an introvert who whose career and whose hobbies and whatever, and being a content creator forces me to do extroverted things, but I am not an extrovert. I am not refreshed or rejuvenated around people. I'm actually drained because I pour so much into the interactions or whatever. So like after a lot of peopling, I need time by myself to just like recover. And so it's pretty dope this weekend because my mom is out of town. And so I've had the house to myself because my kids haven't been here. So it's been so amazing. But even in between events, I had that point where I came home. I didn't even come in the house. I just sat in the car. Y'all sitting in the car, sitting in the car be everything. And even if nobody's home, right, because nobody was in the house, even if nobody's home, just sitting in the car by myself is just, I don't know, it's so life giving and it just really refreshes me. It's like, alone time, but like next level. I don't know what it is about the car that makes it next level, but you know, so I have my alone time in between events. And so that made it to where I was able to pour everything into the first event, then recharge and then go to the next event and just have so much fun. So my Thanksgiving was pretty dope and I hope y'all's was as well. Okay. So what else? All right, y'all. Woo, this is so exciting. So today, today, not today at the time it's recording, shout out to 12 Kyle, but today at the release of this episode, December 1st, 2022, today is Melanin Toxicate's birthday. One year ago today on December 1st, 
2021. The brand launched after a year, right? Because I got the idea in December of 2020. I want to say November, December 2020. And it took a journey for me to get to the point of launching it and all that and, and the trademark process, et cetera. And so, y'all, it's so exciting that, man, Melon Intoxicate is a year old. Thank you so much to those of y'all who have supported because I know that a majority of the support that I've gotten as far as purchases has mainly been from, not mainly, but a lot of it has been from people in the podcast community. Like, I want to say Jay might be the number one customer of any merchandise. And she's always supporting really all of us and others in the community or whatever. But she might be my number one customer, you know what I'm saying? Because she's bought several items. And shout out to y'all for your support. Shout out to y'all that share the content when you see it on the timeline. Shout out to those of y'all that I've talked about different things on this journey, even before it launched, because there was a handful of people that knew about it before it launched. You know, you got to protect stuff out here because people are quick to do whatever and, and take ideas. And I'm not even saying people in the podcast community. I'm saying a stranger. You know what I'm saying? You never know who's watching. I recently, my personal Facebook, they, for whatever reason, said, oh, you can turn it to a professional account. So I'm like, okay, because I use it for a lot of like my content and also for sharing my company stuff and whatnot. And them insights, right? The insights let you know who's watching your stuff, the impressions that you're making that you don't know because they don't engage with your content. So it's like people are watching and you don't even know who's watching. And because of that, I didn't want to put out Melon Intoxicate without, you know, getting into the trademarking process and whatnot. But shout out to y'all. And with that, you know, one year reflections, I've really been thinking about, man, what would I do differently? And I guess this will be my advice to somebody who's thinking about starting an apparel brand. If I could do one thing differently with this, and it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? You live and learn and you keep going. But if I could do one thing differently, I would have had inventory when I launched because there are people here in town and they're just people in general who don't want to buy stuff online. They want to see it. They want to feel the material. They want to whatever. And I respect that. You know what I'm saying? And by the time I realized I needed to get some inventory, I had already left my previous job. And then I haven't really been able to afford it like that. Because then also we've been in the process of trying to find a place and all this stuff. And so it's kind of like, that is not going to take priority over us getting a house. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the one thing that I would have done differently. Now, originally I did e-commerce on purpose because I didn't want to have to worry about inventory. But at the time when I made that decision, I was still working a full-time job, but I still could have, you know, allocated my time differently to maybe I could have did drop-offs on Saturday or something like that. And so that's one thing I wish I would have did differently, but I am working on getting some inventory. So like, you know, stuff takes time. It's only been a year. It is what it is. You just keep moving forward and shout out to the people who have purchased from the store. You know what I'm saying? But I also want to have more control over just like 
what all I could put out there, how I want it to be, the type of material and all that. So I will be getting some inventory and then it'll kind of shift the way I do things. I will still have certain things come from Teespring, stuff like tumblers and um, maybe coffee mugs and stuff like that. But I am really trying to get to a place, especially now that I am a full-time entrepreneur and I'm getting to the point of trying to delegate more tasks to Kayliana. Um, I think I mentioned on here that I hired her as my content manager. Yep, I did. And so, like I said, the goal is to grow her role. And she and I have talked about that. And so then when that happens and she gets more into the executive assistant type of role, then it'll be like, okay, well, you can go to the post office, go do these drop-offs, whatever. And so we're not there yet. You know what I'm saying? But even now, the way that I've shifted my schedule, I can make it happen myself. So that would be the one thing that I would do differently. But super excited that we're a year into this thing because, man, like it was just an idea. And there's so much more that I want to do with the company. And so, yeah. All right, y'all. So let's get into the weekly wisdom segment of the show. And if you're new or if you missed last week when I started it, this is a new segment where I'm going to be sharing a way that God is either challenging me or encouraging me or just how I'm trying to grow spiritually and something that God has revealed to me in the last week. And I'm still going to say my, make sure you take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and be healthy in your relationships at the end of the show. But this is just me being a little bit more transparent with my own spiritual journey, you know, because I told y'all I was going to step it up a notch in season seven. So this week, we're going to talk about identity. And the interesting thing with this is insecurity is something that I've struggled with basically my whole life. I don't struggle with it as much now, but there are still moments where I will feel like I'm not equipped to be doing what I'm doing, or I'll feel like not secure in different relationships for whatever reason, like nothing has happened. So it's my own thing, right? And so the interesting thing with that is that with my identity, God has really been reminding me the importance of making sure that my identity comes in who he says I am, more specifically with not getting caught up in the accolades of people. I'm doing a lot right now. I create a lot of different content. I have a lot of digital marketing that I do for my company. There's the podcast. There's the Melon Intoxicate content. There's TikTok videos that I'm doing. There's people just seeing my journey in general, right? Because I've been podcasting for over three years and people have just continued to watch me grow. And it's like, after you've been doing something for a while, you get a lot of, I'm proud of you. Like at my three-year milestone for podcasting, people that I didn't even really know paid attention they're proud of me. You know what I'm saying? So you get a lot of that stuff. And then now that I'm creating more content, that's kind of like giving like three pieces of advice without context or sharing my spiritual journey, even on TikTok, I'm getting a lot more response. And so it could be really easy to get caught up in that. But one of the things that God has really been just gently, because it's not like this, I don't really get caught up in the accolades of people all like that, but it is easy to get caught up in it. It's like this fine line that I'm dancing where God is reminding me like your identity is in who I say you are. It's not this person's praise here. And it's also not 
this person's disapproval or whatever there because there's that too you can get caught up in feeling less worthy when someone doesn't see your worth but then you can also get caught up in chasing after the praise of people when you start getting it right and so there's this balance where yes i appreciate support and all that stuff but just really i have to remember who i am is not defined by someone seeing how dope i am or somebody's inability to see how dope I am, right? And so that's kind of what God has been speaking to me in the last week. And the thing about it is when your identity is based in, for me, who the Lord says I am, right? And it's not based on who other people say that I am. When other people say stuff that is contrary to who I am, or if somebody doesn't like me, or if somebody comes at me sideways or whatever, I'm not really moved by that. And that's also why I don't really ever feel the need to explain myself to people. And that's also why I'm okay with being the bad guy, quote unquote, in someone else's version of what happens. That's also why I'm okay with not sharing my side of the story, because my identity is not based in whether or not this person likes me or my identity is not based in whether or not I have a good reputation because somebody slandered me or whatever, right? Now, I do what I can to be kind, loving, be professional, do things with integrity and excellence and all that stuff. So I'm doing my part. But I also know that people are going to have their own narrative and their own version, and that's their right. But with that, my identity is not based on that. So it's like, I don't care, you know what I'm saying? But I can only do that because I continue to base my identity on who God says I am. You know what I'm saying? He says I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So if somebody, like even if I like somebody, like let's say I'm interested in somebody and they're not interested in me, that doesn't mean that I'm any less than because they're not interested in me. They're just not the right person for me and I'm not the right person for them. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? This is super summarized because I'm never really going to have notes for this segment. It's really going to be off the dome and from the heart. You know what I'm saying? But that's really how God has been challenging me in the last week. And I really want to encourage y'all with your identity is not based on somebody's inability to see your worth or even their ability to see your worth. You are dope, amazing, whatever, simply because you are, whether other people see it or not. And that's really the point of me making sure that my identity comes from who God says I am. Now, for those of y'all who don't have a relationship with the Lord, you still don't need to have your identity get caught up in the praises or even the negative things of other people. You know what I'm saying? So That's the takeaway at the end of the day. So make sure that you take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Be healthy in your relationships. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition. Another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for... Tim.